It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we are, Lowood's Nature Reserve. What are we doing here, chaps? <laughs> the night Being walk. A slightly cold. You saw that. <laughs> so here we are, it's a podcast. A night walk. Perfect for our season of tales. Tales of the unexpected. Spooky. Tales from the landscape. And we're... Um, it's... What come, time is it, Focus? It's about six o'clock okay. in the evening. But it's dark because we're early November now. I think I will head up for the listeners. You'll probably hear a lot of rustling uh, and also some points, maybe slightly horrible whispering. Yeah. Uh, But it is, we've we've got thick coats on because it is chilly. Cold, but it's dark. And we're in an ancient, we're in one of the largest ancient woodlands in southwest England. It's called Lower Woods and it's managed by Gloucestershire Wildlife Trust. Not a very well-known woodland. Everyone goes to the Forest of Dean. But I think this is one of the most magical, spooky, beautiful woodlands. It's untouched for centuries. Well, I say untouched. Most of it is, the structure of it has been untouched for centuries. And so we're going to wander into the woods, hopefully not lose our way. I don't think we could have lost our way yet, could we? There's only one <laughs> we path. Have, we have lost our way in these woods before, though. We have, a long time ago. I mean, we're not far from the car, and no. it already feels like we're very deep in the woods. Yeah, it's, and quite, it's that dark, you can't really see that far. It's quite foggy underfoot. It's also... Oh, that sounded like... What would you say that was, Hannah? I don't know. It sounded almost blackbirdy, but it wasn't quite right. No, it had a kind of... I don't know, alarm call, though, of a small... But more like a, like a round... Like marbles. Maybe a song together. thrush. Maybe a song thrush. Hmm. Definitely not blackbird, although it had a similar... I think it was a thrush family. Mm. They're probably not used to people being around here no. when it's this dark. Because, no, no. Like we are saying, there, there is like no light here. It's very... It's not even very polluted. We've come with night vision scopes. Well, we're going to see what we can see because 
This woodland is full of wild mammals, deer, badgers, foxes. I say full, we probably won't see any now, will we, Jack? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I think this is the point, is that we've not really done many pods at night no. or in the dark, and so it's probably going to be a quieter than usual episode. Yeah. But hopefully it's going to give something slightly different to usual. Well, we hope it's quiet. I don't want any sort of nasty scares. That's true, yeah. <laughs> So up above, I mean, it's, it's a woodland of oak, hazel and ash. And the soil is quite sort of, I think it's quite clay, clay soil here. So it's very special woodland. It's never been, never been developed. I think it's just because the land is wet. It's never been a target for agriculture or housing. And it's just somehow survived. 300 hectares, 700 acres in old money. Oh, that's a boggy bit. I see Hannah up to her knees <laughs> in uh... Yeah, you like a good squelch, Jack. Oh, How was that nice. in the squelch charts? Solid six out of ten, that yeah. one. So I think I do have a map of the, of the woods it, on my phone, so... Which will place where we are. I think we go down here. Now, what we want to do is we want to find one of the big rides that go through this woodland called Trenches. It's an old world word for road, ancient road. So it's not a trench, like a World War I trench. Look at these um, shrooms, mushrooms. Um, look like they've had the tops eaten off them. Just look like sticks. And I think they're little wisps of, I think that is their full fruiting body. But maybe, maybe. But when we get to one of these wide trenches, we can put our scopes on and uh, we, it will give us a long view where the animals won't see us, but we can see them. There's lots of coppiced bee? Yeah, this hazel. This. Oh yeah, I can't, I can't um, see the leaves there properly. There we go. But yeah, this woodland's famous for its coppice, which um, is one of the few woodlands where coppicing has always been maintained here. And in fact, they've be more vigorous at coppicing because so many species of insect and bird rely on the coppicing. Look, deep, claggy pools. Listen to that. Now I've got my wellies. Yeah, I just, I mean, you brought up coppicing. It, it's very obvious coppicing where trees are cut off right at the stump and then they grow back in lots and lots and lots and lots of trunks, which are really useful. But that's really good for wildlife. Butterflies, ooh, the alarm calls of birds at night. How are your shoes bearing up, Hannah? Good, I've got the best shoes. You've got the <laughs> They're like big leather Wellingtons. Yeah. So Hannah is our, like, a, you're like the vanguard. We're going on ahead. So when the they, sacrifice. Yeah, well, when it's the ghouls... Really, I don't want to be at the back and then like disappear. <laughs> The person at the front is normally the one that gets taken by the werewolves No, first, the one at the back gets taken by the werewolves because everyone's looking forward. <laughs> I think I'll stand next to Fergus. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I think this is quite a good pincer yeah. movement. That's it. We've got a rear guard and a vanguard. I'm also trying quite hard to remember which way we've gone so yes, that we can come back true. the same way. So we're just following quite a bendy path which is a little bit of a 
concern that we haven't hit one of the trenches yet, but that's fine. Oh, that's gone for a... <laughs> Time for a bar. There is a river that runs through this woodland, a very mysterious black river called the Little Avon. And uh, if we reach there, we're right off the, <laughs> in the wrong, we're on the wrong place. So I think this is just one of the little connecting paths. Clearly lots and lots of people use this. There's lots of footprints. So it's not like we're going down a forgotten path into nowhere. It goes somewhere. But where? I think we want to go right, actually. God, it's so right and right again. Right. Right. Oh, golly. <laughs> Are you okay? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're going the right way now. We'll come to a very big trench soon. Oof. One of us is going. I'm going to. I'll be the Someone's one. Someone's going down today. <laughs> I'm saying nothing because I remember what happened last time. Uh, back when to I... uh, the River Thames. Owl. owl! Definite owl, wasn't it? Of course, it stops the moment we stop. No? That's. <laughs> Tawny owl. Yes. Do you know whether that's the male or the female? I think it's the male. Sounded more, more of a hoo than yeah. a twit. Are you, are you catching it on the... Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. Good. Here we are, with owls. Two owls. Plenty of owls here. Definitely two. And a female. Gosh, a veritable chorus of them. One of them sounds big and metal, and a bit like a plane. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> British Airways. <laughs> that's the best one yet, I think. Oh, thanks. thanks very much. All charitable donations generously accepted. I mean, to describe where we are, it's, we're in sort of a slight opening, but surrounded by trees that are just like silhouetted. Yeah. And the sky is extremely clear. Just gonna see if I can see anything down this alleyway here. So I'm gonna turn on the scope and see. Just don't lose my torch. Water. Could be a river already. dogs barking. So we have these night scopes with us, which are, it's almost like a pair of binoculars with a screen in that let you see into the dark. So at the moment Fergus is looking for a pair of them so he can see the glow on his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knowing that he can Sorry. see loads more than we can see. I'm totally <laughs> absorbed, I've forgotten I'm in a podcast. Uh, I can see down this ride to a gate, um, which is totally impossible to see in the with normal vision. So, I mean, it's so bizarre looking through these the scope. Everything is not quite as clear as day. It's all black and white, but it's a pretty sharp image. 
I can't see anything moving down there. But uh, I've got a feeling if we go towards this gate here, this will be taking us back onto a big ride down there. We can take um, pictures with these scopes, can't we? So we can put some of these, with, yes, work out where we, we put them and we can <laughs> show you what it looks like. Do you want to have a little look, Jack? I'll turn this light off. It's hard when you've got so many things to carry. Oh, I can see Fergus. See, there's a red light, and an infrared beam is broadcast at the front of the scope. And, uh... Oh, yeah, I can see the gate. Jack is just a faint glow of little red lights and little white lights. Hannah, you're just a, a smudge in the darkness. That is unbelievable that... I, I mean, I know how it works, but I can see the gate. But <laughs> when, you, when you move them away... You, you can't see anything. No, it's, I mean, if we stand here for a while, our night vision comes and it's probably, you could just about walk around in the dark, but with a certain amount of peril. But with that thing, it's... What do you think? Can you see us now? This is, yeah. It's pretty cool, isn't it, when you get the focus? How's your one? How's... Pretty good. Um, it's focused quite far away, yeah. so I'm having difficulty trying to kind of... Oh, you can, see everything I want to see. You can adjust it by twiddling the end of the... Um, this, this, ah, that's okay. This, that's the lens. Oh, I need to take it off. You know, I, that <laughs> I was worried about it falling down and getting mud in it. Ah, okay, fair. So you can, if you... Pass your little fingers it's there. very... Sorry, I put my hand right in front of it. <laughs> so there we go. Okay, I'll have another go. I guess the best way to explain it is if you've seen any of them sort of recent nature series like Planet Earth. It's any of those shots that are in the dark and everything's sort of black and white and things glow up really white. That's sort of the view that we're getting. It's like the starlings. Oh yes, being predated by a barn owl. Yeah. That was the one, wasn't it? In, um... That was in where somewhere. It's like someone shining a light. Like a torch, because you can see shadows. Yeah, but it's just all black and white. But the it's yours quite sharp then. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's more um, difficult to see through because of it's only one eye. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's, you've got to that's be a quite precise that's in where you want to what you want to see. Do you want to try the binoculars? <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wandering into the go. darkness. Here, here, here. Oh, okay. I'll, that's I'll massive, thank you. Oh yeah, that's that's really good. I can see the gate now. I think I can see um, Jack's, uh, like the plumes of steam coming you can, from you Jack's can see, breath. see breath through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, we just stopped. We're really in the deep dark woods now. And an owl sounded just beside us. Will it do it again, Jack, Hannah? The owl whisperer. They have been responding to the noises that we are making. Yeah. So they get off my land. It's another male. Another male. So the males do the. Ooh, ooh. That's not an owl, is it? <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> Can you do the female? If you do that really loudly, I 
try it, try it, it might be worth it. It's really good. Thank you. And I was like going, what do I do now? <laughs> I've pulled. Yeah. All right, then let's continue. Yeah, let's go on. We've got to accept that that owl decided it wasn't good to. So I think we're only, we're not, well, we might be an hour into our adventure, but I think I'm feeling like in need of tea. What? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Is that a different owl? Yeah. It different is. Side. Or he flew over us. That'd be good. And that's why. He wasn't Fireworks. He wasn't yeah. Sorry, you said that's why he's. No, I'm just. I'm surmising. He might have been not calling back to us because he was flying. Not that he's close, is he? But that's proper owl. Yeah. Lovely. Sounds like the water. It's really nice. One, I think there's one really far away as well. I'm still having a firework display. That wasn't an owl. What do you think that was? I really don't know. It's really hard when they're... Uh, what could it be? I mean, sort of dunnocky, thrushy type thing. Yeah, it sounded small. It did sound small, yeah. Not Robin? Could be Robins have a slightly different alarm call, but it could, could be. Listen to that, gosh. I didn't expect them to be so vocal. It's quite late in the year, but they do hoot through the winter. Owls, tawny owls, um, like to set up their territories in winter. They do, you see, they agree. It's really. When you're in a wood and you hear that, it really just makes it feel very wood. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you can also understand why the woods has sort of that spooky... Yes, uh, I'm glad you're both here. Yes. <laughs> what we haven't heard is any animal running through the woods. And yeah. it's a very, very quiet night, so... I'll be honest, I think that may put, push me over the left <laughs> if I had a running. <laughs> really, that's great. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Is that potentially where I feel like standing there hearing that hour then it feels like that must be somehow linked to why ghosts are known to go Ooh. I, exactly and it's got to be it's got to be it's quite spooky there quite slippy yeah yeah thank you should I put my torch in shall I Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think you're alright um, so I know we've probably asked this in the podcast but have you ever had a ghostly encounter I don't think I have I'm not. I'm usually quite good at going that line. I can explain that. Yeah. Um, but I can understand why people would have them. Like, for example, then stood there. Oh, it's probably a couple of owls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gone. <laughs> I just did a little jig there. Let's, um, let's put a bit more light actually because it's very slippy through here. Plus, we might get another. I can understand why people have those sort of experiences like then. Yeah. We stood there in the dark. It was probably multiple hours, but that same sound just coming from five different places all around you. Oh, shrooms. Mushrooms here. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Ginger They are... Forgive the creaking of my bag. Interesting. Not as velvety as they look. These are like someone's half opened a, a parasol. <laughs> um, beautiful it's little mushrooms. Tan coloured parasol tan with a pale white. Very white, very pure white stem. Stem. I can see any more around. I've got a good feeling about this walk, actually, this bit. Very good feeling. I can assume it's probably quite a quiet night, Jenny, because I think where it's clear skies and it is so quiet. Yeah. I think it's, if you are a, a sort of a prey item, a prey <laughs> animal, yeah. however you want to define that, it's probably quite a nervy night to be out because you can't hide behind the wind or the rain's not making this sort of symphony to hide behind. I think that's really good insight, actually. I think you're right, I think. It's quite a giveaway on a quiet night like this if you were to rustle around. Because every time we completely stop, there's just nothing. You can hear the dog, you hear a few tweets. Right, the plane. rustling in the undergrowth. The owls are back though. That was a female, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have a cup of tea. Yeah. Let's have a cup of tea. Okay, so what we are doing? Yeah, we're using. I learnt this on a survival course, <laughs> so I'm still alive today. So it's worked. Um, we get little balls of. You can get them cheaply from any sort of high street shop that sells cotton wool balls and a little pot of petroleum jelly. Petroleum jelly. That's the fella. And you put those in there. Yeah, if you. Can, that's our one precious stick that will light. I can't break it. <laughs> it's really tough it's stuff. very tough. I should have bought a... Okay, what I do have is a little knife which we might be able to use as a... 
a little wedge to break that off. I think because they're going against the grain. Oh, I suppose it's a bit smaller. Yeah, that makes sense. I can try and break it by hitting it there. Fergus Bear Grill Collins. Grilled Bear. <laughs> there we go. So there, we've got a little bit of a, um, slightly better chance of lighting it. Is there another thin one which can... Mm, so I think that's about it. That's so thin one. we can get those going. It's a bit touch and go, this. Yeah. The jeopardy in We'll definitely have a fire. Do you want to have a go Just how long it... No, no, I'm not really confident, but I can really? try. Have a go. Just have to Break. press it really hard and it's all about pressure. There we go. Wow! Oh, that little tiny fireworks. It's going to go. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, you got it. You got oh. it. You got it. Thank you. How exciting! I made fire. Okay, we just need that to keep going. Let's pop another one on it. Out of ten, how was that tea making? I think it's one of the best teas I've ever had. <laughs> You're such a liar. That was a disaster. Um, I brought all the, all the stuff, but we just couldn't get it going. Was, the wood was too dense and too hard, and I didn't bring enough small twigs, so... We, we did try. We, we gave did get it. some good flames. We got some fantastic flames, yeah. but nothing sustained itself, and then we ran out of the small bits of fuel. And because it's so wet here, there's nothing we could burn. We so. learned that um, Jack's breath is pretty magic. I'd say 95% magic. Ah. Uh. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Missing that crucial 5% of my Yeah, food. We had a nice slice of cake though. We yes, I'm still eating cake. my cake, so forgive me from any nibbly noises that yeah. happen. So cake has, has restored spirits mm. throughout the company. And I'm feeling quite good about the crumbs we're leaving behind. Yeah, something will enjoy those. Yes, little Otherwise, vol. There's lots of interesting looking paths, but I'm going to follow this main this path. big one, I think. Yeah. Next time we might. I think, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to say how long we were sat there doing that fire, <laughs> um, but for the whole time it was so quiet. Mm. Like, there's not even yeah. a rustle. It is so peaceful. I don't even, it's more than, it's not really peaceful, it's just quiet. We're going to have a proper look down here. So, just want to see one creature in this woodland. It's, I mean, it is amazing what you can see. You can hear fireworks. It's like the British people's insatiable appetite for fireworks. Maybe this woodland is so large that the animals steer clear of the paths in general. Yeah, that's true. I have actually been here once before with scopes and had a really successful time seeing loads of... Did you have a fire? No, we didn't have a fire. We didn't talk loudly. Um, but we did also... We came at a different time of year, mm. and it was a kind of very overcast, very slightly windy night. So what you're saying earlier, Jack, about animals being less worried when there's some back-covering noise is probably really true. Just scan down the side.
so when I look at Jack and Hannah, they glow. You really do glow. So if anything's out there, because it's picking up your body heat, because you're, I can't see you now. I've taken it off. It's really incredible. I mean, it's incredible. And so, uh, there's a lot of fun to be had with these devices. And with a bit of luck, you can kind of tell the stories of the nighttime creatures. Let's just keep going a little bit further. I would say that when we did have the small amount of fire that we did have, my spooky levels went down to zero. There's something yeah. very um, reassuring about the flames, That's, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It did feel like the darkness just drew back and you yeah. were... It, uh, the kind of friendly orange glow on our faces was rather comforting. I think us being huddled down is why it definitely felt a lot warmer mm. and uh, yeah. less vulnerable, I think, whereas yes. now we're walking and we're back to it. I'm, like, the fingers already have gone back a bit chilly. Mm. Right, and it does feel a lot more like we are back out in sort of the open. Mm. Anything could happen. <laughs> Yeah, do you think that that feeling of fire is a real primordial thing then? It's sort of almost like an automatic response, like fire is a comforting thing. Well, it's weird that it could be comforting and frightening at the same time. Um, because fires are hot and damaging and yes. all of those things. I once, I'm going to go through a very squilt, squatchy puddle. I once experienced a house fire and I lived in a flat in London and the next door building went to fire and there was a deep visceral mm. horror and terror uh, of uh, out of control flames so it is exactly that but there was also something so lovely and friendly about our little fire even though it gave us no tea <laughs> there's nothing ahead little beetle really? you see a beetle some something down We'll there. see if I can see it through oh, the yeah, scope there. Yeah. Our one piece of nature. By my shoe. Nice. Right, it's on his way again. Oh, try not to crush. It'd be awful if we crushed the one creature that still lives in this woodland. So, this is... This so reminds me of the last time I was here, these rides, and then suddenly the deer would step out of the trees. I can see your, your breaths. Little clouds coming across the path, it's amazing. It's it's a it's a very cold vision it gives you of the of the um, of the night. Like a sort of really it's not a friendly vision. Like the torch is a much friendlier light. Mm. One last little, there's a little, it just falls away the land up here, we might get a bit of a, view, a sort of view. So what do you think of these nightscapes? Do you think they enhance or are they a bit creepy? <laughs> I think they're interesting sense-wise because yeah. it is that thing again, you, you lose your sight. So you are relying more on your ears, which yeah. is, I don't think you can really get any other time, I don't think. Oh, I can see moths. Oh. That is that is cool. Oh no, it was a. I think it was a moth. Yeah, my first creature spotted. We saw a beetle just now. Oh, be, yeah, but through these lens. Through, 
like glowing as it flew across the I mean it wouldn't be the podcast if we didn't go out intending to find tons of stuff and then come away with a moth yeah so yeah I think, I, it, I think that's fine yeah I was expecting to get some deer but and some tea <laughs> I think it is just where it's so still, so yeah. quiet. It's you're so vulnerable. Mm. And yeah. We've been so chatty as well. We have. Maybe if we'd been lying down quietly and I think we're, wrapped we're, up in some we're, sleeping bags. We haven't done our natural stalking today. We haven't. But also, I think I've been. Well, I don't know. Maybe we've been talking more to kind of dispel any spooky feelings. Ah, true. Oh, look, there's more of these lovely mushrooms. Well. What did you think? Coming out for a night walk. I know we talked about doing a night walk for Brilliant. a long time. You, did you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah. Completely new experience. Really? Yeah. Completely oh, okay. new way of doing a pod. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd be interested to do it again, maybe in the warmer months when it, and there's a bit of wind, so it's a bit more active in there, because it was, mm. like we've said so many times, so quiet. It was really quiet. There wasn't a lot of animal life to, no. to see. It was, they were we in there, or they might be just out grazing in the fields. Um, yeah, let's see. We could come again and see what... Uh, but I did like the whole experience yeah. of walking. What a different way to see a woodland. Absolutely. Yeah. It puts all of your senses on edge. Yeah. But also, I think having the, the night scopes, if you can get hold of one, mm. taking one of those out, it's, it's... I don't know how to explain it. It's like you're going somewhere knowing that you can't see and then just occasionally you kind of just get like a little snapshot of where you are that you yeah. can suddenly see again. It's yeah. like daylight for a moment. Yeah. And then suddenly plunge back into darkness again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a weird daylight, a kind of cold, strange, almost like a wraith world, <laughs> I think, of like... Keep the spooky levels low. <laughs> yeah, we're back at the car now, the friendly car. <laughs> yeah. The car won't eat us. I admire people who can just go out for a walk on their own in mm. the dark. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and sort of that's it, their natural habitat. I think if you, if you can find a spot and you're there for the night yeah. and you kind of got your stuff around you I think there's something you feel a bit more protected and a bit more mm. sort of fine on your own when you're wandering through that if I was on my own I don't think I could do that I think there's just something about wander, uh, wandering around you have no, it's all trees that's all you can see mm. <laughs> everywhere you go it's very easy to get like lost and feel very vulnerable and small in there yeah when you see the reflections of the eyes of sheep and things like that. We didn't see anything like that tonight, but I have been on a walk where, oh, so spooky. feels like there's these sort of spirits. And they're just sheep, but they're transformed into something quite demonic when you shine a torch into their eyes. And, uh, so, well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining me, you two, for a start. Thank lovely, you for bringing us on this wonderful adventure. Another tea-less. Tea <laughs> when, when we have a next podcast, let's have lots of tea. Because uh, we, we definitely missed, missed our tea. But apart from that, we had owls. Beautiful yeah. owls. Good owls. Every kind of owl. And, and joke, joke of the season on my side. Oh, really? okay, well, actually, yes. well, there was a laugh. So, yeah, we actually did, in spite of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you had to force it out. And, <laughs> unless the recording's mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> That's right, well, mysteriously, yeah. Replaced by just... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it from the deep, dark woods. I think it's good night. Good night. Good night.